they're talking about oh, Warp Tour, why they don't do it anymore? Yeah. And we're just like, oh, yeah, they just called it a day last year. I, I don't know. Probably was money thing, but who fucking listens to music anymore? Well, <laughs> but don't... <laughs> Yeah, but don't they have a, a show or a concert, like a three-day festival or something? Warp Tour? Warp Tour is one day. Not not Warp Tour. Oh, there's all kinds of festivals. Oh, yeah, there's like Coachella. Coachella, yeah. It's like two Bumper days. Shoot. Has that Bumper been around shoot. in a long time? Or? Pemberton. Uh, I don't know how long it's been on Pemberton. Didn't think yeah, it they, I think they're done, yeah. Um, Bumper Shoot. Most of these... Um, there's all I, kinds. I'm, I'm going to speculate here. I'm going to say that most of these shows aren't around anymore because it costs way too much to put them on. Um, both because of artists and security liability, like everything, like it's just, it's too expensive. Mm. Um, that's my guess. As far as Warped Tour goes, I think people just lost interest. I mean, I don't know. Like, fuck, I don't know. I mean, we were, owed, we, we were like, we lost interest because we became older. But, well, because we turned 22. But, but I don't know if we even assume that like there weren't young people that were replacing us. When's the last time we stopped going to Warped Tour? I mean, I, last time I went to Warped Tour... Was know, early 2003? Yeah. No. Yeah. It mm. was later than that. Might have been a bit later. I, I mean, we went to Warp Tour in Oh yeah, in Calgary. Calgary. You guys did. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I went so to what that, year was what year was that? That would have been like 2006 Five. maybe. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. I remember we saw AFI. What else? Yeah, that's the other thing, though. See? So, he, you know, the remember I threw that Pringles can and hit that chick right in the back? <laughs> yeah. Because she was sitting on her boyfriend's shoulders. Yeah. Um, that was, <laughs> I think that was the problem with Warp Tour for like me is that I'd seen AFI five fucking times by that point. I don't need to see AFI Every again. time I die, we saw they were fun. Ugh. Well, I was, I've seen them once. It was like a huge dirt mosh pit, like whirlwind, like dust devil. I saw. Yeah, I went to 2001. I went to the Calgary Speedway, and oh, yeah. I, that's when I saw I had Warped Tour there one year. I've, yeah. I've been to Cal- I've been to Warped Tour in Vancouver, Calgary, and I've been to the Gorge in Washington State. Yeah. Oh, and we saw Under Oath that time when we were at the Calgary one. But, but I, they kind of all blend together. That's the problem. We saw like Gym yeah, Class the, Heroes one. But, oh, yeah, the here's the thing: Heroes. I've seen I never I did not go to that year's Warped Tour. And I've seen all of those. I haven't seen because yeah, most of them came back. Every time I die, I haven't seen. I would go see every time I die, like right now. <laughs> uh, should have been called every time I diet, and then all their songs could be about keto and like. All right, that's cool. <laughs> so, Justin, with that great joke, why don't you talk about the fucking movie you picked today, this week? Well, I want to talk about movies I watched this week. All right, because well. you fuckers never watch anything. I watched uh, the Commuter. That's what I watched. Oh, you watched The Commuter and I watched Cold Pursuit? Yeah, I wish I watched Cold Pursuit. Yeah, it was, I heard The Commuter was, was really good. Was it? Really? Who told you that? <laughs> well, the internet? Because I will kill them. Um. Well, why don't you talk about yours first? Sorry, I kind of hijacked no, no, no. you. Oh, you can talk about The uh, Commuter. It's pretty slow. Let's say oh, that. Well, that's right there. That's going to take off points. I mean, oh, it felt like games. five hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably like 90 minutes. If, yeah. I'm, but, sorry, I'm sorry. If they have a, if they spend about 15 minutes developing a character, James is like, yeah, fucking I'm out. They took James, way James, too long. The only character development James cares about is like them developing uh, emotions through killing other people. <laughs> yeah. Like through death. Yeah, you progress the character through murder. Otherwise, yeah. you're not interested. <laughs> okay, exactly. It makes sense. Can we not wrap this up in a montage of the family being murdered at the beginning? 
uh, it was all right. It was just it. It seemed like it dragged on. Not not a whole lot of action. There are like little spurts of action. Oh, I heard it was kind of more of like a mystery thing. Yeah, it's more of a mystery kind of thing. I feel like I'd like this movie then. But it could have been done way better. Like, it's not until like three quarters into the movie where he's actually going to start to try and figure out more and like actually do some detective work. Oh, okay. Um, but. Anyways, uh, well, I watched the Cold Pursuit one, which is the new, right, new Liam Neeson's movie, right, uh, and it, it was it was decent. It's you know it's not amazing, but uh, does he snow shovel someone? He doesn't snow shovel anyone. He he hits one guy's truck off the road with his plow. He plows him. He, he, he Mister plow, plows him. He plows him. You just been plowed. And he uses one of those like tree. I don't know what the fuck you call them. It's like a piece of equipment that like picks up a whole tree log and like, you know, takes all oh, the yeah. branches off. Oh it. yeah, that's called a tree logging <laughs> arm picker upper. <laughs> yeah, and he technically and he term. drops it on the guy's car and stuff. It's a, uh, it's actually like funnier than I thought it was. Like it's actually like sp- like purposely comedic. Like it's kind of, kind I think it's trying to go for a bit of a Coen Brothers vibe almost, but you know, it's not not nearly as well done, of course. But it was oh, it was all right. Huh. All right. But I also watched. Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Right. Have you guys seen that yet? No, I want to, obviously. Holy fuck. That thing is fantastic. That's like the best animated movie I've seen in a long ass time. I hear it is really amazing. It is phenomenal, like on every level. Storytelling level, the people that got to do the voices, the animation is like something like just insane, like so you like, have never seen before. So what makes it so amazing... Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, uh, I know the, you're the animation me. style. Jake Johansson? Jake, Jake Johnson, Johnson? Is, Jake one Johnson? Of, is one of the Peter Parkers, yes. Uh, but the whole, like, everybody they got to do voices is, like, all amazing. Is uh, it Spider-Ham? Spider-Ham is John Mulaney, yeah. and oh my God, it is so good. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's, like, really heartfelt. And then the an- animation, they do something, like, totally new where... You know, I was hearing someone else talk about this, I think, on another podcast, and they were talking about how, really, since Toy Story, no one's done anything new with animation. Like, everything oh, okay. has kind of tried to ape that since that came out. Right. Uh, and this is like, hey, let's do something different. Uh, and well, it's just, like, so colorful and, like, crazy and trippy and psychedelic and I don't know. It's, so it's not that uh, bullshit where they you know people in costumes and what is that rotoscoping called? or yeah. whatever no no um, like the hobbit <laughs> like the old uh, like 70s hobbit yeah which i've seen too many times it's disgusting <laughs> it's I've, seen disgusting. That, I've seen i've seen that movie like 20 <laughs> fucking times does it play out your work or yeah something? we play it at work all the time oh uh, yeah um but yeah i can't recommend it enough i mean it's got all this like obscure spider-man nerd shit in it but then like you don't need to know that stuff to enjoy the movie at all right but if you are a person who knows all about spider-man you're like holy fuck like there's all these little references to all this stuff from comic books from like years and years of comic books so i thought it was fantastic that's pretty awesome i I give it like full marks i would watch it again right now friend of the show aaron was talking about it from the retro craptacular and he was so stoked like he when he went and saw it he told me he was just like i love this movie he's like when it came up for Oscar for like best animated picture, he's like, I just want this movie to win. Like it deserves it so bad. One of the few deserving wins. Yeah. From this and year. then, uh, and then when, and obviously when it won, he was happy, but like, he was just so over the moon about this movie. Like 
So I, I haven't had a chance to see it. I can't wait to go see it or to rent it or whatever. Is it when is it? I think out? you can. I think you can rent it now. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Get on that shit. <laughs> Get on that uh, ham train. <laughs> Spider Ham, oh, man. When I was a kid, I loved Spider Ham. There used to have, have he had his own comic. It was Peter Porker the Spectacular Spider Ham? <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> what? It's like it was like for like younger kids to read comics. Oh, okay. And so it was like yeah, it was this whole thing. It was like, he was this pig cartoon pig Spider Man. Oh, okay. But he's called Spider Ham, and so he's in this movie. Oh, nice. Uh, along with all these other versions of Spider Man from different dimensions or whatever. Yeah, so there's a, I don't know, there's a, whenever John Mulaney shows up on Late Night, I always try to watch it. So he was on some Late Night show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't Mike, know. Mike Bullard? Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody Whoa. else brought up Mike Bullard the other day and I was like, holy forgot shit. forgot that guy existed. <laughs> he was like the shit. He was like the Canadian like answer to Letterman. Apparently he's in trouble now for stalking his ex-wife. <laughs> So not surprising. He always had the air, like the air around him, like an ex-cop. Like he, like, like he was like he'd pull a gun on you, <laughs> and then like, and then have a drop gun in his sock. Yeah. So he, do you remember this guy at he, all, James? He definitely looks familiar. He, had, he was like Canadian late night TV host guy. It was like the, it was like oh. Canada's answer to you know. All yeah, these yeah. Okay. Conan or Conan or now looking at the picture of him, yeah. Yeah, anyway, no one else out there, <laughs> I'm sure, would remember Mike fucking Bullard. I don't know. Yeah, he always had an air to me of, like, just, like, a shady dude. Apparently. Like, he'd, like, like he'd have like a drop. Like, he's on the take? Like, he's got a drop gun on him at all times. <laughs> Down his ankle. So, anyway, so, uh, he has a, he was talking about his, um, look it up, find him. I'm not going to, I don't know where it was, but he, he was on a late night show talking about his audition Mulaney. Yeah, for Spider-Ham. Oh, yeah. And how, like, he went in, he was so, like, profane. Oh, yeah. Because, like, no one told him what to do. Oh, right. And, yeah, and it was really, anything John Mulaney does. Well, should... I, I mean, going into the movie, I didn't even know he was the voice of Spider-Ham. And then when he started talking, I just was, like, giggling like a little child. <laughs> so good. So perfect, the voice casting in that movie. Speaking of hams, West Ham, this movie... West Ham. Is that the name of the soccer team, Dustin? That's the name of the soccer team in this movie. That I we can't doing remember, this week. so I'm gonna have to rely on you. I know West Ham is a team. I'm gonna say it's this team. <sighs> so I have a I have a really important question to ask you, Dustin. Mm. Um, I don't know if we discussed this with you or not. James and I discussed this. I said, uh, you know, like. Are we doing too many like obscure movies, movies that nobody wants to watch? Should we be doing more like we've been doing some pretty pop. big mainstream? Well, we hits have of late, been, but I've but I've I've been saying like have we not been doing enough? Like if we did more popular movies, more pe- movies that people want to actually see, would that get more people like engaged, like wanting to listen to this podcast? And whether you heard it or not, I'm going to say that you did hear that conversation that you were a part of it. <laughs> Your decision was to go ahead and pick this piece of shit. Uh, this is one of the biggest action movies of last of twenty eighteen. This was one dollar. Really, Dustin? You're okay, so look at. I found it on yeah. several lists of the best action you're so movies. You're so full of shit. No way. This movie never. This movie never even had a fucking theatrical release. Uh, if it did, it was. I'm sure it would have been pretty small. Yeah. 
fuck this movie. <laughs> oh, so you're just you're coming right out of the gate with your review. My pro- here's my problem with <laughs> no. My problem with this movie is that it was made in 2018 <laughs> and not in released two, and not in 2006. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it has a 2006 vibe. Yeah, to our 2002 could have fit in there with some of our or, 2002 choice picks. I'm just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming in that hot with it. I mean, like, it's definitely not the worst movie we've watched. But what made you like be like? I don't know. I think. <laughs> okay, well, a few things. One, I saw the trailer a while ago, and I was like, oh, it's just like Sudden Death, that Van Damme movie where he's in the hockey arena. So, and it's got Dave Bautista. So we got to do this movie on the podcast. Because we all we because oh, 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 if anybody <laughs> knows Batista us, Batista fans, because all no, the every, all about Big Dave, <laughs> all those action action heads out there know that we are Dave heads, <laughs> Batista, um, Batista to the core. And then I legit saw it on like two or three different best of best action movies of 2018 lists, and it was high. Like it was like number three after like Mission Impossible and The Night Comes for Us. What was so the, I was like, maybe was, it's actually good. What was below it? I don't remember bunch of shit you never heard of <laughs> starring you mean, Scott Adkins and you mean that. movies like I'd, I'd watch a Scott Adkins movie any day over this <laughs> well here's the thing I mean I have definitely seen worse straight to video action movies mostly because of my friend Adrian I have seen <laughs> I have seen worse straight to DVD or straight to Netflix action movies starring much bigger stars yeah than Dave Batista. Well, but Dave Batista's on the rise as a as a movie star. This isn't doing him any favors, though. No, no it's not. Especially, and you also hear here he was talking shit about The Rock's acting this week. Oh, in really? He said, "Oh uh, shit." He was saying like, not "Don't." He was rock. like, "Don't compare me to The Rock and John Cena. Those guys are wrestlers that became actors. I was a wrestler, and now I'm an actor." <laughs> Those are wrestlers that became actors. Yeah, I didn't really understand. He wanted to be like, but he's like, I'm an actor and they're just like wrestlers. Dave in Bati- movies. Yeah, but Dave Batista wears glasses in interviews. <laughs> and he also, right. what did he say about The Rock? He's like, look, he's he's got he's something special. I'm not trying to take that away from him. But is, he a, but is he a good actor? Fuck no. <laughs> That's what Dave Batista. I, I, I just think I actually kind of like Dave Batista. I do too. I think he's, I think he's coming off a little cocky in that interview. He, I think he should calm down. Especially, <laughs> especially since he's in a movie with Ray Stevenson. When he command, yeah, when he commands the box office that The Rock commands, then maybe he can talk some shit. When he commands the box office over the course of one entire film that The Rock makes in one right, weekend. Yeah. I mean, look, he's he. I think he's really good as Drax in the Guardians movies. He's really yeah. funny. He plays that character really well. Yeah, he does it perfectly. I and I, and I thought he was really good actually in his small part in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Right. My problem with his character in Dra- as Drax though is that. If there was any half decent comedian that was that big, they could play that role. Like, you know what I mean? I like, guess. Yeah, maybe. Like he's not yeah. he's not breaking new ground there. No, no. he's not breaking new breaking new ground. He's but just, he does play it like as, he, uh, as, like exactly as it he's playing play. a great straight man. Yeah, uh, I think he's got some potential uh, as an actor. And mostly, I'm basing that on that on that small part in Blade Runner. Um, but I haven't seen some of his other shit. And I guess he did another movie with this guy, Scott Mann, called Heist, that also has Robert De Niro and uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and like a whole bunch Jeffrey of people. Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, so I don't know why he's like talking shit about The Rock and he's making movies like Final Score. But uh, yeah, yeah, and by the are. way, it's like dropping Bobby D's name in 2019 isn't like. 
the biggest. No, yeah. like, well, it's not like he dropped it, but I'm sure he did that movie because but, De Niro was in do it. You know what I, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it was 1984 Robert De Niro. Yeah, you know, of course not. But let's come. But if you was like someone was like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie with Robert De Niro?" You'd be like, "Yeah, I got to do." Yeah, that. if I could drive in a car <laughs> after Robert De Niro, I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." And also, what's with this slight about Ray Stevenson? No, I love. I'm saying <laughs> who is horrible in this movie. <laughs> I think Ray Stevenson is actually the best part of this movie. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it up to uh, Faisal. <laughs> Faisal? No, Faisal is not the best part of this movie. So the much needed. Uh, bit of lightness no I he's mean, not his, his acting is pretty good <laughs> Faisal's great I think Faisal actually has a better career ahead of him than than Batista <laughs> in a lot of ways but uh, Ray Stevenson is is he's bad he's great no, he's great he's, he's perfectly fine for what he is I mean like I'm not yeah I'm, his accent is terrible it's terrible it's a terrible Russian I love accent. how he rolls those R's <laughs> like when he really gets angry and it just like slips into his natural accent like he can't help himself well, I we guess we should set this thing up first. Uh, no, you should. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, if you've seen the movie Sudden Death, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. If you've seen the movie Die Hard. If you've seen Die Hard, which was, <laughs> Sudden Death was a ripoff of. This is a direct ripoff of both. Uh, but except it takes place in a soccer stadium. Sorry, football. A footy field. Footy. Uh, so, yeah, they terrorists may- take over this football stadium in uh, England and they... They lock it up so no one can leave because that's a thing you can do, apparently. Yeah, because apparently uh, in England, that's a thing you can do. (laughs) You can create a fucking prison. And Dave Batista is there with his not real niece, but his best best friend who he's killed. His dead best friend's daughter (laughs) who he who he got killed in war. Well, they no, no, no. This is why Batista is not a hero. Batista was a hired. Oh, they were they were like militia. Like Blackwater. He's, he's Blackwater. Uh, yeah, yeah, Blackwater. So fuck him. <laughs> but he's got the training to deal with this situation. Yeah, I wish he died. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and he's there with her. She takes off with some chavy fucking okay. boyfriend, and then uh, and then all shit breaks loose. I can't get in, wait to get into how much I hate all this British shit. <laughs> This kid is the worst. The girl? The girl? The girl's no. The, the boyfriend. Girl, the girl's the worst. Oh, yeah. Until she's, you, she's pretty annoying. Until you meet the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's worse. And you're like, this is what the British like t- kids are like? Good luck. The, the chavs, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no different than America. America. Yeah, it's not. It isn't. I mean, it's like no different in Canada, really. We're all the same. We're all the same. We just have less annoying accents. Um, I think it's funny that no, like nobody ever is alerted to what's going on the entire movie. Like in the audience, they're all into this soccer match. Well, yeah, and And not uh, a single nobody knows what's going on. Even though there's like helicopters flying overhead, (laughs) shooting machine guns at guys on the roof. Well, here's the thing: there's there's not a single like firefighter or cop that's in there that's on call. Yeah, that's like or an ambulance. What you know what I mean? A person that's important, like a doctor. there's, There's cops in there. No, but I mean like in the stadium, right? Like if you were like if you were yeah, there's a, cops in the stadium. Yeah, you, like there's nobody trying to leave. No, no, I mean as in the, in the no audience. One wants to leave at any point, right? If you're a doctor, right, mm-hmm. and you are important and have to be like readily available. If your phone goes out, I'm pretty sure that like you're like I'm leaving I'm now. On call. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, to you're surgery. at a match. That you're apparently, at a, 
Like, I mean, this yeah, you're, is if you're the, British, you don't leave which, the map. This right? is the last game in this historic building. Which I don't understand. Yeah. Right? Is a which match, apparently was the actual building. Which, the, which is a match between a city team and a country. And whoever was it? I didn't even pay attention. It's to that. a city. It's it's a city. It's all just like nonsense words to me. West Ham versus I don't know versus Russia. Mother Russia. Oh, it was a Rus- was it, oh I just it was, it was Russia a Russian team, but not like so. I have representing two, all of Russia. So two things about this. One, if they win, they get into some kind of like championship, but they can't give a goal. Let's, let's not get dragged down by talking you, about. You know what? This <laughs> probably all makes sense to somebody that understands. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. All but these leagues. And why shit. does? It, but why does a city have to play a country? It's like college football in America. It's like what the fuck is going but, on? But but it, it's different leagues. It's like no, city league. But no no city. Um, how do I put this? Okay. Um, the St. Louis Blues are not playing Team Canada. Right? No, I know, but it's different soccer leagues. Like the Champions League and yeah, all that so, stuff. Okay, like so they're N- different leagues. So the NCAA f- soccer team, some, some sorry, sorry, some hockey team is not playing Team Russia. Yeah, I don't know how it fucking works. So anyway, that's one problem <laughs> with it. Well, we don't know, we don't know think, if that's a I problem. I think there's just a problem of you not understanding how it works. Yeah, that, I think that's more likely. I think that's... Uh, than th- actually a problem of... I think it's made up. <laughs> Possibly, I, I don't know. I don't think it makes any sense. And I don't think we. Know, not, I don't think this, any of us know. I think this is the number one downfall of this movie. <laughs> we don't understand. We don't understand. So- we don't understand I mean, soccer. football. I mean, that could never get into the movie because I was like, oh, so there's soccer going on in the background. No, where's the puck? <laughs> so here's here's my second huge problem with this soccer match. Uh-huh. Okay, so Pierce Brosnan is the reconstructed face of. Right, this Russian guy, Dimitri, he's Ray Stevenson's brother. Okay, except Dimitri is the leader of a, uh, I'm not going to call them terrorists, freedom fighters. Yeah, they were like some kind of... Yeah, like I'm not even against them. I think they might be the right, they might be actually the kind of the good guys in this whole thing. Um, well, because they were rebels. Yeah, and, against they, and they're fighting against the tyranny of like, so I'm... I'm Russia. I'm saying I'm not, a, I'm not necessarily against what they were doing. Um, but why would he be cheering for Russia? Because it's still his home place. But he was against no. It's against the he's he's against start, the leadership, not dude, the soccer team. No, yeah. he started a yeah. war against the country to start his own country. Yeah, because he's against the the despots. He of, wanted yeah. to start his own country. Uh, he they didn't, didn't have their own soccer team yet. <laughs> don't fucking pretend like you don't understand what I'm talking about. I understand. I I think it's a little bit of um, if you can, what was happening in the Rock. The movie The Rock? Yeah. I don't remember. What are you talking about? So the guys that took over the island were Americans. Yeah, okay, no, no, no. That but that's not what they weren't so think of it okay, more. Okay, but they still love their country. Think of it more like <laughs> this. Think of it more as a Canadian, as um people who fought for the independence of Quebec uh-huh. cheering for Team Canada. That wouldn't happen. Like it, it, that's not a thing. Like you wouldn't cheer for, unless it was like let them fucking go, see if they fucking live, make yeah. it on their own. <laughs> it, it, they weren't. But it, it, Quebec isn't like if you were a, a Quebec independence fighter, you're not going to cheer for Team Canada. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. 
It's okay. I, I hear what you're saying. But no, but that makes sense. That makes a, a kind of sense. Thank but I you. Think, but I think you're thinking about it a little too much in a movie like this. No, I wasn't. I, I just, no, no, no. That's not true. I wasn't thinking about it too much. <laughs> I just thought about it. I just find this hilarious. That of all the things in this movie, it's these fucking soccer leagues. I mean, there's a lot of things don't to make complain any sense. about in this film. And why is he cheering for Russia when he tried to start his own country? You wouldn't do that. Well, I Those was are cur- things that like nobody's thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't make sense why a, 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 like a team... Like a, the like, whole thing falls apart right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why a team is playing against the country. Okay. And I don't understand why a person who was fighting against a country would be cheering for that country. He just loves soccer, okay? But he was... Yeah. No, he doesn't just love soccer. He loves soccer for... For Russia, because that's why when Batista comes because up, because his but, fictional country didn't have a soccer. Because when <laughs> Batista comes up behind him and is like, "We're leaving," he's like, "I'm not leaving without seeing the end of this match." And it's right. like, "Motherfucker!" He has to put a gun in his ribs. Yeah, like we're leaving. Okay, I can move on if you guys accept the fact. Well, first you have to understand how people people feel about football. <laughs> they love that shit. Stop they love calling, it. Stop calling it football, you fuck. <laughs> you play with your foot. So. Look, I'm gonna interchange. You've I'm gonna it, interchangeably refer to it as soccer or football, depending on saying, what comes to mind. I'm, I'm at the just moment. saying you've called it soccer your entire life. Don't oh, pretend. Absolutely. Don't pretend like you're more enlightened than me. That's where <laughs> one of the best lines comes from what? the whole soccer football. Oh, what was it? Well, who's this? The Asian guy on the helicopter. Yeah, that comes the weird, not, the weird agent all, guy. He's an American. He's an American. He doesn't have an accent. He no. has an American he accent. He also refers to it as soccer. Yeah. So yeah. he says soccer. He makes a couple like denig- denigrating comments. And then, and then the police the chief, I guess. Steed. Not the chief. Steed. Or, the guy that's in charge of the He's scene. definitely an American. He punches him and says, it's it's football. It's football, right. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out of my country. All right. So let's cut out my whole diatribe. <laughs> no, we're not going to cut it out. <laughs> no, let's stay in. I think, it makes, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, I now that you you know, I see what you're saying. I just don't think it really matters. I <laughs> it doesn't make it doesn't I don't see anything in what you're saying. <laughs> that's the, the least surprising thing I've heard. Um uh, that's not what drove me crazy about this movie. What drove no, me, no, crazy it did drive was, me crazy was the ex- like not only you know, you can be like, okay, there's been tons of movies that have been influenced by Die Hard over the years. We've seen Under Siege, we've seen Passenger fifty seven, Speed we just did Speed a little while ago. Right. There's tons of sudden, sudden death, obviously, the Van Damme, uh, Gremlins too, yeah. And so now, but this movie doesn't just like, it, it like straight up rips it off. There's like a bunch of beats that are the exact same beats. Yeah. There's even lines of dialogue that are the exact lines of dialogue you would know yeah. from Die Hard. It's Give like they, they weren't even trying to like change it up. Well, there's like when the guy is like putting, setting up the C4 down in the basement somewhere so that it'll blow up the building. Yeah. Uh, Arcady Ray Stevenson says to him, "How's our? How are we coming?" Or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, we're almost there. I've just got to do this." Blah blah blah, and he says, "Well, then don't waste time talking to me," which is an exact Hans Gruber line from Die Hard when he radios them to ask them how they're doing setting up the C four. That's pretty interesting. In the building. It's pretty interesting that you say that because that line jumped out at me. Oh yeah. While when I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, weird. Like and it's still just it, one. It, there's like there's a bunch. It's kind of weird when like when you're watching a movie like this and like you notice a line. Yeah. And like that that like that just like totally stood out as like just different. So it makes sense that it was 
But they didn't write it. Somebody else wrote it. <laughs> um, but still, I was like, well, maybe this movie can be fun because it's just, you know, it's a dumb whatever. Like, as long as the action is is going to be decent, then I thought maybe they'll still be fun. Unfortunately, most of the action, oh, the action in this movie is super unclunky. Except um, for the kitchen fight scene. Yeah, that's like about the only that's, decent yeah. part. So this is the scene that really, that, that most reminded me of sudden death. Like yeah, this well, is the one that like, because like cards on the table, big sudden death fan. <laughs> big sudden death fan. <laughs> See, actually, I, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. And I really like sudden death because it's fucking hilarious. It's one of like the funniest, most ridiculous action yeah, well, we movies just, ever made. We just watched that scene you showed us with yeah. him fighting the mascot yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. In sudden death. And it's, it's a similar, it's a very similar scene, right? Yeah. I mean, in a movie that's already almost identical. Yeah. So the thing I want to talk about before we get there, though, is is I want to talk about because there's two characters in this scene. Um, there's Russian guy one and Russian guy two. I don't remember their names. Russian guy one is like completely forgettable. And then Russian guy two is this giant hulking yeah. monster. And what I want to talk like about Bane. is what I want to talk about is the hulking monster. Right. Uh, okay. His name is what? I thought I wrote him down, but I guess I didn't. Sorry, yeah. guys. So there's this thing that happens in a lot of action movies, a lot of movies, period, that aren't that great, but especially a lot of action movies where you have this um, violent sexual relationship that often occurs between a very large man Uh and a very petite yet deadly woman. This is a trope you've noticed? This is a trope I've noticed. Yeah, because in this one, they've got he's got this Russian girlfriend who's part of the team. Well, they're both Russians, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Or but something he is like, like that anyway. he's literally six foot eight. I looked it up. Oh, yeah. He's massive. He's gigantic. And he has this smaller Russian girl. But like the way like they there's a they embrace at one point at the mm-hmm. very beginning when you first meet them. And it's just like very violent, like they fight each other and they like <laughs> and I don't like it it makes me feel uncomfortable don't don't care for that don't care and <laughs> and I find this to be something that we see in a lot of these movies where there's often a usually it's a bad guy mm-hmm. who is like m- very large muscular usually well I think the one that comes to mind off the top of my head is Die Hard with a Vengeance where we had that big guy Targo yeah and yeah. His, his psychotic uh, lady friend in that movie yeah that's another yeah that's, that's a great example right another and there's like an animalistic lust there's, there's, between them yeah there's this there's this beast <laughs> mode that they both have and right. it's just like ew <laughs> icky <laughs> That's, it's just like that's gross. It just grosses me out because like I it's there's, you don't think they can find love. They're no, so I think I think they can. It <laughs> just it with feels each other. it just feels so. You don't think they can do crush a bunch of e and snort it and then? Oh yeah, trust me, <laughs> trust me. The the spi- the spinal fluid in them is tapped. <laughs> um, it just is like such a gross trope. I think I feel like that they there has to be this tiny woman, usually. With this giant man, and like the, it's just I don't know, it's just that that. Well, I mean, I feel like almost any woman would look like a tiny woman next to that guy. Well, he is six foot eight once again, and he is 
fucking huge. Yeah, he looks like something out of a comic book, like a, 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 an exaggerated muscle he, man. He, when I, he does look huge, but he doesn't look like proportionately. No, he's not. Like <laughs> like his arms are right. huge in his chest. Yeah. But then it's his like it narrows small. all down. Because he's body, he's bodybuilder huge. <laughs> he, skipped, yeah. he skipped legs. He, he definitely skipped <laughs> legs. He's not like the mountain, right? Yeah. Like the mountain is like. Just like thick like a fucking tree yeah, trunk. He, and that's the other thing. It's like. So let's talk about this fight, but like he, that's just the thing that I've noticed in like in, a, in some movies that we've watched. And I just, I don't, I don't like that trope. Okay. It's, like it's noted. Stan, it's Stan. <laughs> you have to say it like that. I'm just, I'm just pointing out something that I've noticed and it's just like not my favorite like thing. It's like so typical. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was my phone. I'm not sure what the the messaging of that is, if anything. Uh, well, it's usually one of the villains, right? It's all yeah. yeah. So so that so I guess that kind of relationship is bad. <laughs> I think this is some. I assume it's an unhealthy relationship. Yeah. That, <laughs> um, but being, I mean, when you got guys that big, like I say, like almost anything looks small. Like that's one of the things no, that no, bothered but, me too is Batista. Because Batista is a fucking massive dude as he well. Is. Yeah. Every time he's got a handgun and he's shooting it, it looks like a little tiny water pistol in his no, hand. No, no, that's it's true. Like, it's not about that. It's not about the fact that like a big guy can't be with a person that's like smaller than him. Like obviously, uh-huh. it's that they're all. It always has to be like a violent relationship, right? Where right. like, well, they're bad guys. That's when the only gra- kind of relationship he, they know. Uh-huh. When he grabs her, like he picks her up and slams her against the wall, and then like she bites his lip, and it's like this like. Violence. It's like well, she likes bad boys. <laughs> um, it's like, like it's, but it's never like. Why she like guys who sell crocodile? Oh, okay, so once side. again, this is this has turned into a thing where it's like, why can't like why can't she be in love? Why can't she be in love and be uh, so in a healthy relationship? I mean, you just got out of prison. Okay, fuck. <laughs> so apparently, she stayed with him while like, he was in prison. Is this another uh, thing that I read too much into? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I it's mean, not something I spend a lot of time. Do I just about. notice these things and no one else does? Yeah, I, that's what you bring to I the you bring this, to the podcast. You bring a, a flavor and a perspective that I think this goes on your have. wall of tropes John doesn't like. Stupid guns. <laughs> Stupid, Stupid guns. guns. Yeah. yeah, that's one. That's definitely one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Talk about this technology. No technology done poorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that so much. Let's not get him started on that. Yeah. <laughs> this movie luckily How doesn't. You, well, I don't know. When well, they have that face scanning shit when they're looking for. That's real. They're looking for Dimitri. Yeah, no, that's that real. shit's real. That is real. But then there's like when they finally see Batista on camera beating up those guys in the kitchen. He's like, follow him backwards so we know where he went. That's and, also that's also true. Yeah, but can you can just do that by looking like? Wouldn't you have to look at all the different cameras not no, just like one he's like oh i just oh yeah i tracked him no, back to what this. They, <laughs> no this because, is his ticket no because they can go back because he can just keep tracking him because he knows he, if he walks through this door he walks through this area he knows which camera is the next camera so i like, guess but the way it's presented in the movie it's is, is just like enhanced it's, it's just like rewind no, yeah okay <laughs> it, they, actually i think they do a decent job of this because they he tells them to trace him back and they cut to something else and they cut back to not imply that he just follows him 
Well, it shows uh, but, him kind of rewinding for a minute, but and he, I was just like, oh. No, no. It, it show, in fact, no, yes, yes, yes. It, it, shows, it, it shows one screen it does. just change to another screen on the same like screen that he's looking I at. I don't know about that. Where it shows him walking in a hallway yeah. that was a different hallway, and then it, like, it flips just to it, that. It does rewind a little bit to show where he's standing yeah. in the crowd. I don't know exactly about that, but it, it, there is a scene in between there. Where it doesn't just like it just doesn't follow him to his seat. It doesn't show the whole process. Um, but that is something that that yeah that definitely does exist. Yeah, I just the way that it's presented in the movie, is, it, it didn't seem. It's pretty actually. I think it's pretty. I think that's more realistic than you think it is. But he just. Well, I'm telling you, he there's a scene that shows on the screen. He rewinds and it shows where he was in the previous now scene on now, the same screen. Now who's hung up on something? <laughs> Okay. Flip the table, motherfucker. We're gonna fu- <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Okay. Until you guys agree with me, we're not moving on. Let's call up our uh Twiven cop friends. No. Fuck, fuck no. The what the fuck are they gonna tell us? Um, um, um Anyway. So yeah, this is the only one of the I mean this is basically the only decent action scene. I thought the elevator thing was all right and then this. And then okay. that, and then I was like cuz those were the first yeah, two action scenes. So I was like oh maybe the action will be okay. Let's talk about elevator fir- scene first. Elevator scene gave me a lot of hope for this movie. Yeah. Um it's actually quite a fun scene. Elevator fight scenes are incredibly hard. They're in- really really important and necessary in in a lot of the movies that we watch, especially movies that are like self-contained. Like they're like um like they, like they all take place in like one right one location yeah like you have to have an elevator fight scene and this this scene's actually really good I thought it was pretty decent there's one problem with it is that they it this is so nitpicky it has a problem with it's like lack of sorry um it doesn't explain depth properly like there's something weird with the camera yeah where like you never really understand how big the area they are they're in? Well, you get a couple of overhead shots, but not until after there's been some struggling. But that, that doesn't necessarily seem like it's using the full. It, it seems kind of clunky the way it's all put no, together. No, yeah, it is. It is clunky. But I think an elevator. I'm um, here's my guess. An elevator fight scene is incredibly hard to do, mm-hmm. and I think they do it quite well. The in camera this. has to be somewhere, right? And they and they actually like do a lot. In that scene, it like, has a, it had a suitable intensity to it in the space, right? In the small space, you get the the feeling that you need from it. I would say elevator fight scene. There's way better. Second best. This. I think I'm not the, saying it's the best ever. Second I'm, best. No, no. I'm saying it was decent enough. I think it's the second best scene in the movie. Yeah, after I mean after the after kitchen the fight kitchen scene. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would say motorcycle jumping <laughs> onto the other roof. <laughs> I like that five. <laughs> I like that Fivel gets hurt. Philo, Faisal, Faisal, whatever. Uh, he, Fivel is a Fivel. Fivel. So Fivel goes west. Fivel is a. I think it's Fivel is a. Uh, it's a um, comedy bang bang character, played by Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> okay, that's why I, I, I thought of. Anyway, um, I like that he gets hurt in the scene. Yeah, like it actually adds some kind of like real like. Things are happening. When does he get hurt? In the elevator? Yeah, he gets his nose bloodied. Yeah. He gets smashed. Oh. That's how much <laughs> I remember that. I just remember, like, the fighting. It just didn't even seem like they were making contact. Oh, I didn't get that impression. That, I thought, that's the impression I thought it I seemed got. like there was an intensity to it, and there was, like, a hard-hittingness I mean, it. it's it's no, the night comes for us, right? So. No. No. This is my problem. Okay, let's talk about the kitchen scene. <laughs> 
That's all you guys want to talk about. That's what we came here for. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's it's violent enough. Like it's the level of violence where I was like, oh, maybe this movie is going to be like suitably gory when yeah. he chops the dude's fingers yeah. off, and let's then they des- go into the fryer. Let's describe this this yeah. scene because I've described it to four people, three people today. Oh yeah, yeah. So so he gets so he ends up uh, sorry he Batista Michael Knox ends up stuck in this kitchen. Um, this kitchen that appears to have no one working in it. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And yet. Everything is on. on. Yeah, the, they all just stepped out for a smoke break. Yeah, so like the like the skillet is on or whatever the fuck you call it. The flat top fries are cooking. Yeah, the fucking deep fryer is on, perfectly clean. Well, you got to turn the fryer on as soon as you get there. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, you turn it on, you step out and have a, yeah, you fucking smoke smoke a fat tube. <laughs> you come back and you make hot dogs. Hot, well, first you make hot your, dogs. First you, yeah. First you make yourself some fries. Yeah. Mm. Um, French finger fries. Onion rings. So, so this scene is is the best scene in the entire movie. It's not a rip off of Sudden Death, but it, it takes a lot from Sudden Death. It almost is a straight rip off. Well, I mean, it's it's played to be more serious. I think it's played to be more oh, serious. Way way more serious. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Fighting the, pe- the Pittsburgh Penguins mascot isn't serious <laughs> yeah. enough? Fighting a woman in the Penguins mascot uniform. Other than that, it's almost the same scene. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. They go, they go to the fryer in we, that scene. We just watched Now, the one su- thing that was better on the sudden death, when they put her hand in the fryer, she comes out and is covered in burns, which Wait. Batista has to put his hand in the fryer to grab a gun. So a knife, you, a knife. Yeah, a knife. And he nothing. stabs a guy in the throat. And, he's, and, so, and he goes like, ouch. But like, nothing yeah, happens ouch. to but I was like, I thought his hand was going to be all burned up and shit for the rest of the movie. So uh-huh. let's, well, let's back up. So he, there's two guys, um, this giant motherfucker, um, and this other guy. Let's just call him dead guy, <sighs> Russian, uh, <laughs> Russian, Russian, Russian one, Russian Bane, one, Bane, uh, Bane. So Bane's got a shotgun, yeah. and the big guy. Let's call him uh, Stone Cold because he has a bald head. Oh, I sorry, I thought we were talking about the big guy, and that's why I called him Bane because he's massive. Oh no, I called the other guy Bane. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so Bane number one and Bane, Bane number, number two. two. <laughs> so Demi- let's call him, it's kind of be Dimitri, that's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, no, I meant to write the big dude down. but I'm, Let's call I'm, him I'm Peter. Honest. Okay, so Peter. So Peter is the guy with the shotgun. Okay. Okay. And Stone Cold is the guy. Stone Cold. Is Bane. Is Bane. Bane. Stone Cold is Bane. <laughs> okay. It's not confusing. Okay, we so got they, this. So they come in. So 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 Bane's got the, he's got like an like a assault rifle. Yeah, and uh, Peter he, gets, they, he locks him in the freezer. Yeah, first. P- and Peter's got a shotgun, so he he ends up like tricking Bane into the freezer. Yeah, locks him in there. Locks him in there. Starts he, fighting the smaller guy. He, yeah, and he fights Peter. It's not a bad fight, actually. Not bad. Yeah. So they end up like pulling knives on each other. Yeah. And like the gas line gets cut. Like, like, the gas sh- cut gets right. Cut, yeah. And you're like, that's coming back, of course, right? And then this is the craziest thing because he ends up uh, uh, Batista ends up cutting off Peter's three of his fingers, I think it is, yep. and knocking the knife into the deep fryer. Right. And as soon as that happens, you're like, "This isn't the end of that knife, <laughs> or those fingers. Maybe I don't know. His fingers could be delicious later. They, after they could get be deep fried. Yeah. So then, as 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 uh, as uh, 
what do we call him? Bane. Bane. Yeah. So as Bane is like, sh- like assault rifling himself like out of like the deep fryer. Yeah. Deep freeze. Sorry, yeah. the deep freeze. Like Peter like blows himself up because he like takes a shot and he shoots right through right the gas. in front of the gas line. Yeah. He saw that shot in his in his sights and he's like, I gotta take it. I yeah. want to kill this guy so bad gas, right now. He chopped my fingers gas off. Damn! Like he's like smelling that natural gas, and he's just like, <laughs> "Fuck it." See, a good one-liner in here would have been perfect. Like some kind of cooking yeah. joke. Like, yeah. like, I think he's overdone. Oh, you're or, cooked. You know, you're just cooked. you're cooked. Yeah, you're cooked. You're, you're cooked. cooked. Yeah, would have been good. Been great. Like, hey, no, there's this movie doesn't go for one-liners. Hey, really. Peter, no, you're cooked. <laughs> yeah, and it should have. It should have leaned into that kind of thing. It should have. Yeah. It would have I mean, made it is, better. It tries. It kind of tries to take itself too seriously. It's like, Way oh, too there's serious. all this political thing, and it's like they should have just, you know, realized what movie they were in here. Like this is yeah. this is a terrorist have taken over the soccer stadium movie. Yeah. So then, um, boom, Bane is out. Yeah. yeah. And he is fucking angry. Mm-hmm. Bane is not happy. About what happened. And he's like a, way bigger he, than Batista. He's not who happy. Is already huge. He's not happy about what happened to Peter. <laughs> no. Because Peter was Peter his was friend. his buddy. Yeah. Right? His, com- his uh, comrade. Could have been his uncle, for all we know. <laughs> they are Russian. Who knows? Whatever that means. Yeah. Um. So, it, obviously, it comes back, just like sudden death, to the deep fryer. Yeah. He's about to push Batista in. But before he pushes Batista in, what does he do, Dustin? He sees that knife in no, that no, bucket. No, 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 huh? no. Before they get to the deep fryer, what happens to Batista's face? His face? It goes on the grill. Oh, it, it goes gets on the grill. Of dragged course. along <laughs> yeah. a grill. A flat top. And is that ever shown again? So you get those good griddle marks, you know? Is his on a face damaged in any way throughout the rest of the film? Uh, his I face is kind of so. fucked up, but I don't think it no. shows like a burn mark. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you get this amazing thing where like he's pushing Batista's face into the into the, the fryer. Into yeah. the fryer. Batista sees yeah. the knife already in the tray. If you can see my hands right now, I am pushing <laughs> a fictitious Batista's face into the fryer. Mm-hmm. And Batista spots that that bone-handled knife. Yeah, grabs it, reaches in there, he grabs it, it into the into 500 the 500 degree. Yeah. Stabs the guy in the throat. Now, I have no problem with any of that except that they don't show that his hand is burnt for the rest of the movie. They that re- should be a that should he be wraps a, it up right away. Does he wrap it? Yeah, but that should be a thing through the movie where he tries to maybe punch somebody later and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, like my hands all fucked up. Yeah, like Jackie Chan style where he, you know gets yeah. injured. I think that you have- just never we just never that's it. Like he burned it. He reached into the fucking hot oil to get a knife, which is cool. That's a cool idea. Like it's I'm either I'm cool. either gonna die or I'm gonna have to reach into this hot oil and yeah. grab this knife. And Especially stab this since guy. we just mm-hmm. watched Sudden Death, in which <laughs> the woman's hand is put into the yeah, into and the it thing. Immediately blisters. Yeah. Um, I think that what would have been... So if you're going to go down this path, I, I don't... We need to have a name for this kind of movie. Like a vulnerable hero, maybe. Like something like that. Where like um, like you have this like white knight who comes in, but he's vulnerable. Like he can get hurt. Like... like, like <laughs> I'm just uh, thinking of Die Hard. Hans... <laughs> Booby, I'm, I'm your, your white, white knight. knight. There you go. <laughs> but but like um, like McLean is a vulnerable hero in that movie. Yeah. He gets hurt, right? Whereas when we're Batista watching, Batista kind of does. But when watching Commando, yeah, no, he doesn't get hurt. But but not really. But Batista well, no, in that's this Arnold. <laughs> but Batista in this movie falls more into the Commando 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they do. Yeah, I think they do try to have him have some. You know, he's got some blood on his face. He's been in these fights, Big and disgrace. he kind of he kind of limps around after a certain point in the movie and stuff. But he's not really impeded by any of it. No, I think we've yeah. So I uh, yeah. So he's not commando, but he's not he's somewhere in the between. And I think that that's a huge problem with these movies, is that they don't pick a lane. Well, mm. and like like you're saying, it's just way too serious. Of a tone. Yeah, they try to make it too serious, for sure. And they want you to have the emotional connection with, like... Which nobody that, fucking cares works. about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, basically, here. if I was going to recommend, like, someone... Like, talking about this movie, basically, watch the kitchen fight scene, don't watch the rest of it. Yeah, that's fair. No, you should probably watch Wait, what about scene. your motorcycle on the roof scene? No. Nah. I mean, because that's where the movie starts to finally get silly, but now it's too late. Like, you've been trying to be serious this whole time. Now you have this hilariously ridiculous sequence where he's riding a motorcycle yeah. on top of the stadium, and she's chasing him on her own motorcycle, shooting an yeah. Uzi at him. It does. The they, helicopters are firing down. It's true. They get incredibly lazy at this point. <laughs> um, can he I, jumps off the, can I, onto I wanna, the other roof. Yeah, and then she Nobody just, notices, because they're too into the soccer match. Well, yeah. I'd like to go back to another um, uh, diehard stolen scene hmm. when he throws the throws the body throws off, the body puts off. the bomb in the note. Yeah, know. I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, what the? Because he needs to get the cops' attention because yeah, like, they we, don't believe him when he's called in here? the emergency. Yeah, yeah. It's and they say same. this is a reserve for emergency calls only. Yeah, and he might as well have said no fucking shit, lady. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Yeah. Hey, wait, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> this seems familiar. Do you think that... What, oh, okay, hold on a second. Does, does Die Hard not exist in Britain? <laughs> it's never been released there. It was too, it was, uh, too violent for them. It was just Canada and America. <laughs> it's just a shitty uh, fucking Die Hard ripoff. Yeah, that's what um, it comes down to. But let's talk about the... If you, if you guys want to, unless you have something else you want to talk about, I'd like to talk about the final um, explosion scene. We, we can talk about the oh, fact we that... Should, oh, what about the when he kills the woman, finally? She's been trying to get him ever since he killed her boyfriend in the in the kitchen. Sure, yeah, sure. As long as it leads us to this final explosion that I'd like to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, so he goes swinging on that banner over uh, to the corner, and she somehow shows up there like, right away. She jumps on the... Even the platform, even though it was like nowhere close to where he yeah, fell from, nowhere close. And they start having their fight. It's uh, a pretty weak fight. It is. I felt like, oh, this might be cool after some of the other stuff we've seen, but then they just kind of fall, and she's impaled on a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> then she still curses him out as she's dying. And she's like, "Go fuck yourself" or something. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weak sauce. It is. It didn't feel like you know. It didn't feel like it built up and got really. Intense like it should have Because she's trying to get revenge For Bane I don't know and if any of this is really Built up to like no. Some kind of intensity No, <laughs> Like even when they're exchanging You know they're supposed to be exchanging The, the hostages you're right Yeah yeah It's like you totally saw that coming His niece for uh, uh The niece was even more annoying in that scene Than she had been previously oh, yeah. Where yeah. she's like no I refuse to go. I, I know I, my, why dad my dad is a dad. hero. Yeah. Blah, blah. So, oh my god! So I appreciate that what it seemed like this movie was trying to do was to give an actual real. Like, this movie went eighth grade on its eighth <laughs> grader, um, and made it try to be realistic, but it's not. It's like fucking 
not pick your lane. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, she's like annoying early because she's a brat, and now she's annoying because she's like overly earnest. Like all of a sudden, she switches to being like, "Oh, you're talking about the end." Yeah, when she's Where like, she "I'm has- not gonna, I'm not gonna trade." Like, what? Why would she give up her life so that this guy can't kill yeah. his brother? Was, by the way, I <laughs> yeah, was, I don't know. I was 13 once, and guess what? I wanted to do survive. Yeah, yeah, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> She's yeah. suddenly selfless and yeah. just like, no, kill this motherfucker. I'm gonna go and like hang out with my mom later on and watch TV because I'm 13. <laughs> I have a life to live. Well, he didn't want to kill his brother though. No, but that's what we were supposed to think like for most of the movie. And then he's like, "Oh, I, you think I want to kill you? You no, know why? I want, you know, I want you to help keep leading the revolution. Uh, want to know why? Because Ray Stevenson is so awesome in this role." <laughs> Yeah, it's so believable. Look, I love Ray Stevenson. Rome, Punisher Warzone, which we got to do. Oh, actually, that's a really good movie. Um, but this is... That Russian accent. <clears throat> Not convincing. Yeah. I think he's great, so fuck you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so then we get to your final explosion scene. Okay, so this is like... You were talking earlier about how everything gets like silly at yeah. some point. And this is like the peak of silliness. They need to clear the stadium. Yeah. So then... Um, They've got, what, four minutes to get everyone out of there before it blows up? Yeah. So... Doesn't seem like a realistic Faisal, timeline. Faisal Khan. If anyone Faisal Khan. <laughs> right, he says that. Yeah. Uh, yells Allah Akbar. Because he didn't, he's yelling at them all like they need to get out, and they're like, "Fuck off, you Tassa!" Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got a bomb, and then everyone runs. Yeah. Um, okay, I racially insensitive. Racially, I get it. Yeah, but it was okay. Kind of, I gotta admit, I, I, I laughed. And that's fine. I get yeah, like, white people. <laughs> yeah, like this. I'm not, I'm not gonna make a huge moral argument about that. My problem is the fact that no one gets hurt in this explosion. In the stampede and the explosion. Yeah. Like, no one gets hurt. Like, uh, fucking Batiste Knox mm-hmm. is, like, so close. I've seen... Close. Has anyone seen the Hurt Locker? I saw the <laughs> Hurt Locker. It, like, one like, best picture or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. We all know, like... That explosion would incinerate you? It would, li- it would, liqu- it would liquefy your organs. Yeah. But, I mean, that doesn't bother me in this kind of movie. It doesn't. But People it's are always like, getting tossed around by explosions in these movies. It does. Die Hard with a Vengeance, they jump off that boat as it explodes, and it's like a fucking mushroom cloud explosion, and they're, they're just tossed into the water, and they're but, fine. Yeah. Here's my problem with that, though. Here's my, my problem. My thing with that is that the better the movie, the more you're willing to go with. Sure. Yeah. With that stuff, right? Whereas when it's this bad, you're noticing every little yeah. thing. Like, ugh. Yeah. Like, Die Hard with a Vengeance is a fun movie. Yeah. Like I think like we talked about during Die Hard with the Vengeance bot episode, like people forget that it's actually a really fun movie to watch. Like it's it's actually good. Yeah. Um it doesn't d- deserve like all Till the, the shit that it gets. Yeah. The end is pretty bad. But and and that's the thing is like this movie doesn't it it doesn't um purchase mm-hmm. your forgiveness. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like every like Die Hard Let's talk about like Die Hard. Let's talk about movies that we've done. Okay, Mad Max, John Wick. Like they purchase your forgiveness, yeah, by doing awesome shit. There's so much awesome shit going on. You're willing to overlook all the problems. Yeah, unless and you're like, Andy. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, shout, a out, shout out to Andy. Shout out to Andy. Hey, I know you're <laughs> out there, motherfucker. 
That's not me. That's Dustin. I don't give a shit, man. Like, you're cool with me. <laughs> Dustin's the one that has a problem with you. Straight up. Straight up. No chaser. <laughs> he fucking hates you. Um. But yeah, like I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a, a term we should like create for that. Like, like where you like you like you you purchase forgiveness in like the first like three quarters of the movie. Right. You earn and, it. And and that pays off in like in the end, right? With like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. This movie does not purchase any goodwill. No. And like I say, like those first two scenes, you get the elevator, you get the kitchen. You're, I was thinking, you know, for a straight to video or straight to video on demand, I guess, type of thing, this might not be too bad. But then nothing ever is that good again after that in the movie. Yeah. So. What do you think, James? Um, about the movie? <laughs> did you just lose no, you got, you got like did some you other just completely lose interest in what we're talking about? Yeah. Um... <laughs> I th- we were done like <laughs> we're done 20 minutes ago like this movie let's, read, let's is write like, this thing this <laughs> movie sucks <laughs> I mean there you, you hear it you got the kitchen scene that's it all the other shit either doesn't make sense or is not believable or what about when he uses the cell phone on the C4 as a as a detonator well yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> or has been done better in other movies. I'm going to be honest. I yeah. just didn't understand what that meant. I don't understand how C4 blows up. Yeah. No. Can we get a dumb listeners expert in here for the next episode? <laughs> Tell us about C4. Uh, yeah, let's rate this hot trash. What's the final score that you guys gave the movie final score? <laughs> 3.4. Three. Three. I give it. A four, apparently. Yeah, you're a dork. <laughs> you dork. You love this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to marry Straight this movie? Straight up. So that makes it 3.5. 3.5. Which Number 64. New 64. Right after, what was it? Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves is the one right before it? Oh, no, sorry. Under Siege 2. Under Siege 2. Before yeah. Exterminator. Yeah, I think that's right. That's about right. In fact, if if it was, uh, I don't know, if you had to watch this again or Exterminator, which one would you choose? Oof. I'd like to see the Exterminator again because the movie was bananas. Yeah, I mean, I mean opening, it was also boring as fuck. Though the opening scene is good. In Exterminator, yeah. yeah, it's worth just seeing that. Just the opening scene. Just the op- yeah. It's just like they each have one good scene. Um, that movie, I think, has some. G- Half decent lines compared to this movie. Yeah. Plus, you get him killing that pedophile guy. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the Oh, that scene is crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the exterminator the goes down. hawk shoots the guy in the dick. Yeah, it goes down some weird avenues. It does. Like, so I, like, I need to watch that. I, I actually feel like I need to watch it again to understand what the <laughs> fuck was happening. Yeah, there was, there's a lot yeah, to the unpack. Yeah, that's, that's when we learned that Chicken Hawk was a bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bad thing. You don't ever call somebody a chicken. I don't want to be a chicken. Huh? What's uh, what are we doing next? Oh, so next we're gonna do a cult classic. We're gonna do the five deadly venoms. Yeah. So this movie Some kung is kung fu coming at you. Yeah. If you're in Canada, at least this movie is definitely available on Netflix. Nice. So um, check it out. Watch it. I've never seen it. It's the what brothers? Shaw brothers. Shaw brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was originally, a lot of people know it as The Deadly Venoms. No, it's Five Deadly Venoms is the classic is name. The classic I name, think yeah. on Netflix it's just called Five Venoms or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, so watch the movie. Um, I'm excited to watch this. 
Yeah, for like, sure. I'm, I'm in the mood I'm for, actually pretty for some of this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I think this is kind of a fun thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's fun what we're doing other than what you did, which was show us a shitty movie that no one cares about <laughs> and no one's ever going to see. But what James and I are doing, which is showing classic movies and popular you, you movies. You wrestling fans alone rented Final Score off 17 or 20? <laughs> Probably um, a lot. I forgot to mention, Batista showed up on Monday Night Raw this past week. And fucked up Ric Flair to piss off Triple H. Wasn't it his birthday? <laughs> it was Ric Flair's birthday. birthday. They were doing this whole Ric Flair celebration. Blah, blah. He's seven years old. And then Triple H is in the ring. And he's had all these old wrestlers out to say, yay, happy birthday, Rick. Right. And then it cut to the back. And they're like, where's Ric Flair? And then it shows Batista. And he drags him out of his dressing room. And he's like, I got your attention now. <laughs> was, oh. Hogan, was Hogan there? It was great. No. no. I saw, well, it's like, it's like the interview I heard with Bret Hart. Last week. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, what do you think about Hulk Hogan? Oh, you brought this up last week. When yeah, we, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and, he hates Hogan. And Hart was just like... Of course, Bret Hart hates most people. He hates <laughs> but, Hulk. But yeah, I think Hogan's earned his <clears throat> ire. See, I thought maybe Batista said all that shit about The Rock because maybe they were going to... They're going to have a match? Have a match. Well, he's gonna, it looks like he's going to have a match with Triple H at, at WrestleMania. All right, well, thank no. you guys okay. so much for listening. No one gives a shit about that stuff. Oh, I care. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Do your spiel. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on wherever you get it. Uh, we're on YouTube. Who knows? Um, please tell a friend. That's the most important part. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, like us, rate us on Apple Music, Apple iTunes, or whatever. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with the five deadly venoms. Let's go.